You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hey, everybody, welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your co host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, we are going to be exploring how to build success through kindness. Our guest today is Jill Lublin. She is an internationally renowned speaker and author of four best-selling books, including The Profit of Kindness. As a master publicity strategist and CEO of a strategic consulting firm, Jill has worked with over 100,000 people and businesses to help them get more visibility in the marketplace. Jill, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here with you. My first question is always, what superpower did you uncover as a result of mastering your mind? Mm. You know, I think uh, besides honestly being smart from the time I was a kid, um, which I think is a superpower, uh, intuition and uh, the ability to discern was actually quite helpful. I, I consider that a superpower. I definitely would too. Tell us a little, tell me a little bit more, like how, how was your intuition showed up? You know, I think, it, honestly, it's something that's really been, um, what would I call it, cultivated, uh, that I've learned uh, to really honor and to grow into it, um, to support with, uh, with really listening to it. Um, because, and I think this, is, this might be true of other people who grow up and get rewarded for being smart, because in my family, I actually was the first one to uh, go to college and graduate. And, you know, that was big accomplishment in my family and go on to law school uh, for a short time. So all of that was big accomplishments. And I, I think because of that, interestingly enough, other parts of me may have gotten uh, slightly forgotten about or not cultivated, including the spiritual creative side of me, the highly intuitive side of me, all of that part, right? And so uh, that that's the pieces that I've more cultivated. And I think really just becoming aware uh, that, yeah, I'm intuitive, you know, and really acknowledging that and, and uh, supporting myself for it, meaning listening to it. Right. And you know what, I'm asking you this, because I think a lot of people, there's, you know, there's not very much emphasis on intuition in our culture. We learn how to, you know, think and reason. And we're not taught to really think and sort of um, feel into situations. And know it. so does it come for you like as a knowing? Is it a feeling in your body? I guess I'm just for yes. those who have no idea what intuition is, well, how does it show up? I think for me, um, it shows up in a couple ways. I'll I'll hear something at times about uh, about something that I'm thinking about. I will at times pray for an answer, you know, and just wait and reflect. I will um, sometimes be given a, a feeling in my in my body, you know, I might have mm -hmm. a constriction or a tightness that tells me, no, this isn't going to be easy or fun. Um, and, and 
you know, just trying to listen. The truth is it comes in different forms and in different ways. Uh, and that's fine. I think that's important to honor the different ways. But what I do know is you will have whispers, you will have uh, feelings in your body, in different parts of your body. Some people talk about the gut. Um, for mm-hmm. me, it's often in the heart, you know, maybe a constriction or feeling of tightness. Um, if it's something that isn't right for me, if it's something that flows, I feel like almost like a joy in, in my body and smiles in my body. Um, so I think just start paying attention to, this is a, a some, somewhat of, a, I think, a good test is, how do I feel in my body about this? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what happens? And, and that's a great way to pay attention. How do I wow. feel in my body? Yes, that is so, such a critical first step and actually how do i feel in my body where am i tightness and what are the, what are the emotions just recognizing wow i'm feeling so stressed right now without even realizing it just sort of living from that place so yes. one of one of the things that um i you know i'm really curious you are hugely successful in in you know strategic consulting for people and your most recent book is The Prophet of Kindness. Tell us a little bit about that. Thank you. Um, you know, it's it's interesting uh, because, uh, you know, frankly, all my books are business books. My first one, Guerrilla Publicity, is is really what I do mostly consulting on and help people in my publicity courses. And then one day I was driving my uh, now 85-year-old friend who I've helped through her aging process. We've been friends for more than 20 years. Um, and we continue to be friends and I've helped her a lot and done things like, you know, uh, when she's fallen, you know, I run right over, taken her to doctor's appointments, taken her for lunch and fun things. Uh, and when I was taking her somewhere one day and she looks at me and she goes, you're so kind and I, I really appreciate this. And wouldn't it be nice if we had, if we had a new kind of currency, she said, what, what would happen if we have the currency of kindness? And you know, when you get one of those boing, you know, mm-hmm. that, she, when she said that, I went, oh my gosh, that's a great book title, The Currency of Kindness, which then became The Prophet of Kindness. Uh, and it's about using kindness in your business, in, in your life, and that by being kind, yes, you can also be profitable. How fabulous is that, right? Yes. And, yeah. And that's really what we're out to prove in the book. And we do. Um, I, you know, a lot of people talk about return on investment. And that's really important, ROI. And instead of ROI in the book, I have ROK, return on kindness principles, mm-hmm. rocks. And there are seven words we use and, and we go through them and how to use them in, in the world. And it's just been really, really helpful. And um, I think it's you know what I noticed when the book came out I got all over Fox News talking about kindness isn't that fabulous and yeah yeah I got all over um, you know different media uh, talking about kindness because what I feel and, and know is that it's such an important piece right now and that's that's what's really clear yes you know, and I want to go more into that, but we are going to have to take a break. Um, so before we come back and talk a little bit more about 
how we can all build success through kindness. Um, tell listeners where they can learn more about you and, and your work. Thank you. Well, go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift for a fabulous audio on how to get more publicity. And also please check out jilllublin.com, J-I-L-L-L-U-B-L-I-N.com. Great. We have been talking to Jill Lublin and hang on and we'll be right back to go a bit more into the the process of building success through kindness. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about the, the concept of kindness and how that can help us create success personally and professionally. So, you know, one of the things does one of your as a publicity and a visibility expert, do you um, see kindness as a way to increase visibility, or how do you work it into that area? Well, you know, in terms of kindness in my business, yes, publicity consulting. For example, uh, just yesterday I had a consulting appointment arranged with a client and she was sick. So, you know, obviously I'm not going to count her session, although my contract does specify you must show up for all sessions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you miss it, it will count toward your uh, contract. Absolutely. Because I have policies in place. And I think it is important that one have policies in place. And flexibility is one of my return on kindness principles. So, of course, one needs to be flexible in today's world, especially in today's world. And so flexibility as a return on kindness principle is important with your clients, with people in your life, and especially, you know, in today's wild, wonderfully busy world, one must be flexible as an example of kindness in business, right? So, you know, one of the things I, I believe is that you know, I have rules and policies and contracts and 80% of the time they work <laughs> and exactly. 20% of the time they don't. And that's, the, you know, that's how life is. And so I just think you got to be ready and prepared and know that that's okay to um, not always, you know, not everything always works perfectly, but we have policies in place to have it work the best we can. Right. So the thing that strikes me as you talk about them is that you then have to have the ability to let go. You yourself personally to not clamp down on this is the way it should be or you have to do things that way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think that's really a piece is 
um, is one of my other return on kindness principles is compassion, right? And mm-hmm. if something's going on, uh, well, then we have to deal deal with that um, as as well and as compassionately as possible. But you know, I'm running a business, my clients run a business, and it is important to have um, a focus on what's going to work in the relationship and keep it moving forward. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, one of the um, areas that with my, a lot of my clients that I find is they're, they may be kind in the world, but they're not kind to themselves. They have um, this, you know, ongoing expectations and, you know, dialogue in their head, which is anything but kind. Mm. Do you... Do you deal with that? Do you ever have clients um, or, or talk about that in in some ways? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, the truth is there are many people who aren't that kind, and that's the truth. Um, so with that, you know, what do we do? Well, <laughs> what do we do? We do the best we can. We meet the people where they are. Um, there are times where you have to say, that's not okay with me to talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important, you know, that, that at times you just have to say that to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a cruise I was on and there was a woman in, in the area, in the spa area where most of us were relaxing and she just was an unhappy customer. And mm-hmm. I don't know what happened and I'm not, you know, it, it didn't matter to me what had happened. But what I did know was that she was very loud and very obnoxious with demanding, you know, what it is she wanted. And the spa person behind the desk said, you know, I'm really trying to help you. And I'd like you to please lower your voice so that we can figure this out and make it work. Please know I'm trying to help you. I thought that was a great response. It was mm-hmm. clear. It was, I am trying to help you, not like, you know, she's dissing or anything. Um, and, you know, please work with me, right? And right. don't be so difficult to deal with. And I think at times if people are being like that, you kind of have to go say, listen, you know, you got to work with me. Yes. And set a boundary. So it's exactly. This, yeah. Set this line between being kind and flexible and compassionate and also saying, okay, we need to make this work and this is not working. So exactly. So you've mentioned flexibility and compassion as um, some of the principles of the kindness. Do you mind running through what the other principles are? Sure. Um, Generosity is one of them. You know, like, what can you do to give more? Uh, Positivity. You know, especially in today's wild world, like, how can we keep remaining positive? And of course, that's important. Um, Connection. What's so fascinating to me is that even though we are, you know, supposedly very connected through social media, I find people, and in Profit of Kindness, we actually found through research, that people are craving connection more than ever. Um, patience, <laughs> that mm-hmm. was really, that's really important. Of course, when I was writing the chapter on patience, I found it so funny because I was dealing with AT&T and a major issue that they were putting me through, let me just say. And uh-huh. uh, I'm, you know, calling them and trying to deal with them. And you know how it goes round and round and round. And yes. I, I found myself feeling very impatient and 
um, you know, it's like, okay, this is interesting, literally on the, in the chapter on patience. And, you know, let me just say, I also want to say about kindness is that just because you're kind doesn't mean you don't have firm boundaries, um, policies and procedures that you don't roll over and let people treat you, you know, shall we say inappropriately, um, that at times you have to say, like even at at and I had to say, listen, this isn't okay with me anymore. I've been through X, Y, Z. I want to talk to a supervisor. And you go, you know, uh, past someone and at times uh, in a voice that is somewhat commanding, right? You can be that way and still be kind. So I think that's important. Um, I mentioned flexibility and I, I particularly noted in in Profit of Kindness that kind companies who were flexible with their employees, meaning um, personal days versus sick days, or you know, letting them do certain projects that they wanted had always had happier corporate cultures. So that was always interesting. And then mm-hmm. last but not least is gratitude. Um, you know, one must always be grateful. And uh, that includes for what you have and and maybe what's still missing. But really the the practice of gratitude is key. Wow. So now do you go into companies and actually work with them to to sort of institute policies or to change the culture or is it more um that that you've just been working with people individually you know business people individually to to develop these these features i absolutely go into corporate um and wanting to do even more of that uh so i'm excited about that to really help corporate uh to create cultures of kindness and that mm-hmm. it pays, right? And that's what I'm working with uh, corporations on in particular is that corporate kindness pays. And how does it pay? Just because, yes. Well, you so know, I understand. Absolutely. So uh, what, what we were able to measure in profit of kindness was increased profits with companies who are kind. They continuously had increased profits. Uh, They continuously had happier employees, which of course Mm -hmm. makes for better customer service, which makes for happier customers. Mm -hmm. So they also had happier customers. Um, They they had also uh, more fulfilled typically CEOs. And um, so when you've got, when you've got a culture that's happier employees, happier customers, happy management, uh, you know, you will show, and we continue to show this increased profit. And um, just in general, people who are, shall we say, uh, shouting out the rooftops about you, you know, and, and I love that. So, when your customers are, you know, giving you great publicity, that's important. And because I'm a publicity expert, I, I've definitely uh, seen the complete equation between kindness and publicity. Funny enough, because like, uh, here's a great example: Dignity Health, huge, you know, healthcare company, is going around on buses with a kindness campaign. Honda, Honda, the car company, mm-hmm. did a kindness. Uh, campaign through their commercials. Kleenex did a kindness campaign. Um, Hyatt, uh, some of the Hyatts we interviewed, uh, they interestingly enough had delegated um, and gave the freedom to 
some of the um, staff there to actually give out spa passes. Just, you know, just as a nice here, just give this to people who are nice, who you want to. And so can you imagine the happiness of being a Hyatt customer receiving like a free spa treatment because somebody at check-in gave it to you? Because wow. they were, yeah, because they were um, given the power, so to speak. So what, what, what this does is empowers employees um, and it's, it goes all the way down and up again um, because it's, it's so good for the company and so good for revenues. Wow. Yeah, I could see if you've got happier employees, you're also going to have better retention and um, that's great. It strikes me as you're talking about this, that all of this would very well serve families too, the structure of a family to put these principles in place and to work towards them. That's right. That's exactly right. It's, It's so good. You know, listen, this works everywhere. Not only for companies, which of course we want more kindness in the workplace, absolutely, but really also for families. Um, you know, what are you doing in your family structure to be more kind to each other? And listen, it, let's be honest, it's easy to um, whiz past, you know, the people in a way you love the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it happens, you know, that we do that. And so I think that's really a key is to to in the family have a meeting you know how can you be more kind to each other what what can you do uh to create kindness in that culture called your family right yeah how would you be more flexible and patient and create connection and so yes it's actually it's a really interesting idea to to purposefully um you know work towards these values i like that's right that's right yeah so has it changed your life to to have really s- sort of discovered this currency of kindness you know how you live mm thank you well you know it's interesting i i think i've always you know, been a nice person um been kind and and sensitive to others as much as possible i mean i'm also strong and focused and um but i i do live my life in a, as much as possible, a kind way um, and a sensitive way. And has it made me more kind? Yes. Has it made me more patient? Yes. <laughs> Especially when That's I was nice. writing the patience chapter and dealing directly with my own impatience, which so is so funny. <laughs> right? That's, yeah. that's probably my biggest thing is, is somewhat impatience because I tend to be a fast person fast-paced and the whole world doesn't often operate that way right and sometimes I have to really learn to slow down to integrate more and 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 just be you know in another person's rhythm whatever that is so I just say that because you know that's what's true for me but yes right. it, it has absolutely helped me to be kinder uh, I'm I I would tell you my antennas are up for organizations that are doing kind things in fact I Yesterday, I was giving a speech at Rotary. Like, I go in and talk to Rotaries. You know, that is not a, a high paying speech I give. Um, for me, it's a give back to community leaders who are also giving back, in my opinion. Um, so I love that. But one of, one of the, you know, people came up to me and he was telling me about, oh, did you hear about this project in schools and the kindness they're doing? And what's happening now, Kristen, that I'm so excited about is, is uh, this kindness word has been 
catching on quite a bit. And what's so exciting is that uh, it's not only catching on quite a bit, but it's really uh, caught fire in the way, in a good way, in that people are really talking about kindness. And that is a beautiful thing. It is. That is, it really is. If we could all, again, you know, I, I said this would be helpful in the family. It would be helpful in politics, <laughs> in, in pretty much all organizations. Um, yes. Yes, focusing on kindness. So, so what do you do? What do you suggest when you come across individuals who really are not kind and you're trying to encourage them to be kind? <laughs> mm. So a couple things. Listen, the truth is some people just aren't kind. You can't force it. What you can do is like the woman in the spa, you know, listen, I'm trying to help you. Could you please, right? Because sometimes I think people speak in a way that they're not even that conscious of. Maybe mm -hmm. they don't mean to be, uh, shall we call it a little mean? And some people are just a little more, you know, mean. Now, what I've decided in my life is I don't necessarily want to be around those kinds of people anymore. Um, if I hear it and see it in a client, I will um, not usually work with them. You know, I will mm -hmm. say things like, you know, my, it might be better if I refer someone to you, right? Right. Um, so I will do certain other things that just, um, you don't have to say yes to everybody or everything. And, you know, I know we always want to, to a certain extent, or depending how business is, you know, wow, I should take this client. I just find if, if I am sensing some things that they're not very kind, I don't want, I don't want to work with them. And if somebody's, you know, somewhat mean to me, um, I, I there was somebody I once said to him, you know, he was like saying all these things consistently to me, and we were actually at a at a workshop, and he was just being mean to me. I don't, I can't even explain it. Mm -hmm. And and I think part of it is because I'm can be so nice, and sometimes people take that the wrong way, if you know what I'm saying. So right. I, I finally looked at him and I said, "Why are you being so mean to me?" Just just like that. And I think it's, he was so caught off guard because he didn't realize he was being mean. And he actually acknowledged that. He said, you know, I, I didn't realize I was being mean. So in his mind, he was just communicating a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think at times you just have to confront people at time, you know, and say something just honestly about, you know, please don't talk to me like that. Or I would prefer if we could talk a, a certain way. Or, you know, just maybe drawing a, a behavior to their attention. Because sometimes people honestly just don't even see it because they're so in their own rhythm and think, you know, a certain way. Um, sometimes also I think it's just good, you know, you just back away. If you know what I'm saying? If you watch animals, they slowly back away. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And I think sometimes you just got to slowly back away and, and or run away and just go, this is not... Um, this is not a good fit. This is not someone I want to work with. This is not someone I want to be around. And you go away. I mean, I've, right. left, I've, I've left, you know, I'll be talking to someone or, or in a group. And if there's someone whose energy is just really uh, someone I do not want to participate with, I will walk away. I don't need to make yeah. them wrong. I don't need to tell them they're like seriously off. <laughs> Even mm -hmm. though I might, I might be thinking it, I just walk away. Yes. And that's, so this is interesting. It comes back to, this is probably where you use your intuition, that yes. this is somebody that I do not need to have in my life. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And you can make that decision 
and it's all good, you know? And I think that's really important that sometimes we just have to make this decision. Yes. Yes. And I like your, you know, there are times where we just need to um, put those boundaries up and say, you know, please do not speak to me that way. Um, Especially if it's somebody that you can't leave, you know, if it's a family member or a coworker where you're sort of stuck with them, but you still need to, to put a line in the sand. So very interesting. Well, I do thank you so much for sharing your story and the principles of kindness with us. I really think that there's a lot of value in um, really consciously looking at our lives and seeing where we can add each of these principles, you know, generosity and connection and patience and all of those to our lives. Um, That's right. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, sure. And can you please remind us again where they can learn about you and um, your work? Thank you. Um, You can, I've prepared an audio so you can get some cool, uh, fabulous publicity tips. And for that, you can go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. And additionally, go check out Jill lublin.com j-i-l-l-l-u-b-l-i-n.com jilllublin.com great thank you so much for sharing your all of your wisdom with us today and listeners thank you again for being here and having an interest in improving your own life and the world you live in and between now and next time go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 